0: Hey guys, so excited to finally have my, uh, my audio set up all the way sort of back set up now that I've moved. Still waiting on the video, but, um, you know, that's going to be coming soon. Anyway, today's article is a really interesting one. I think it's really going to resonate with a lot of people and be very useful to kind of think about. And it's called the five types of bloggers. Um, which are you? And, uh, well, hey, let's get into it. Starts like this. So you've decided to start a blog, congratulations. But did you know that blogging is an extremely diverse business, and the business model can vary entirely depending on which category of blogger you fall into? In fact, just about everything is different. The strategy you take is different, the type of content you'll release is different, how you market your business is different, and how you profit is different as well. Fortunately, all bloggers fall into one of five categories. Knowing which one you are, or rather which you're hoping to become, will shape everything you do going forward. Listen over to each one of these carefully, one of them will surely stand out to you. Without any further ado, let's look at the different types of vloggers so you can determine which style appeals to you the most. 1. The Content Machine For this type of vlogger, production is the name of the game. The more content they can write and release, the happier they feel. Their growth is tied entirely to the amount of content that they're able to publish, and they may forego active marketing of that content for the sake of increasing output. Their process looks a little bit like this. They research topics they believe they can rank for on Google, write a comprehensive article they believe will beat the ones currently taking Google's top spots, and repeat. They don't care quite as much about building an audience as long as they are ranking for as many keywords as they possibly can. They do not chase backlinks or spend time building them. While they may craft content designed to attract links, they rely on their ever-growing domain authority and natural links to help lift them up in search results. Usually, they focus on publishing informational content based around low-competition keywords and monetize to display ads. Affiliate marketing is also common, but these types of people don't often like the backlink building necessary to rank for the higher competition, buyer intent keywords that are required for slave review articles. If research and writing are your two favorite aspects about blogging, the content machine style may appeal to you. Benefits of the content machine model You're not reliant on a small number of articles to deliver traffic. If you lose rankings for a key article, it doesn't really affect you all that much. You may develop more expertise in your niche from understanding a wider variety of topics. Algorithm updates are less likely to affect you because of your 100% organic method of growing traffic. You don't have to do any backlink building. Hey, that's honestly a wonderful thing probably for a lot of people. You don't necessarily need to follow any sort of blogging schedule and for the most part it will be about as passive the blogging can get. And finally, it's a simple strategy. Keyword research and writing are the only two things you really need to pay attention to. The drawbacks of the content machine model. You're 100% relying on Google. You probably will be putting more effort in for the same results. We have to publish a lot of content, and growth is slow without frequent publishing. A lack of backlinks or active marketing means this strategy takes a long time to get off the ground to start making you money. And finally, you require a large volume of traffic to make significant money, which is very difficult in competitive niches. 2. The Competitive Link Builder This type of blogger is almost the polar opposite of the content machine. Instead of trying to amass a large volume of traffic across many pages on your website, the Competitive Link Builder instead focuses most of their energy on ranking key money pages. In some cases, this may be only a single page on their website, perhaps even targeting only one keyword. Every other page on their website may be set up to rank only these few key money pages. That's alright though, because if they do manage to pull top spots for these competitive keywords, they may be pulling in a lot of cash. These bloggers primarily focus on buyer intent keywords, keywords that indicate that the person searching them has an immediate desire to purchase a product. Oftentimes, review blogs and Amazon affiliate sites fall into this category. They'd likely know roughly how many links it will take to rank a given page for a given keyword and factor all of this in before writing the article. Want to see an example? Type the word best with any expensive product after such as best headphones, best golf putter, best air purifier for pets, etc. You can be sure that these sites are monetizing through affiliate marketing and had to build backlinks to rank for those top spots. If informational content exists on the site, it's often for the sake of building backlinks which funnel links use to key money pages. If you're the analytical type that gets a thrill out of taking the number one spot from your competition, this style may appeal to you. Benefits of the competitive link builder model Not as much content is necessary to make money. You can reasonably predict your costs and earnings for a given article, making it more comfortable to invest time or money into them. The strategy is roughly the same regardless of niche. This makes it easier to roll over earnings into a second site, grow an entire network of profitable niche blogs. Active backlink building insulates you a bit from competitors and often allows you to outrank higher authority sites for key pages. Drawbacks of the competitive link builder model. There's a direct correlation between profitability of a keyword and resources required to rank for top spots. Certain niches practically require you to pay for backlinks, which goes against Google guidelines. Few pages delivering the bulk of your earnings make it easier for competitors to manually target you. And finally, this type of model is kind of cutthroat. Competition may resort to shady tactics to try and take top spots. Sadly, Black Hat SEO, PBNs, or private blog networks, and other strategies you may not personally feel comfortable enough to partake in are still being used even successfully. If you choose to join them, your site will be at risk of being ruined by an algorithm update. 3. The Direct Response Marketer The goal of a direct response blogger is to get the reader to take some sort of immediate action. The blog is used as a tool to attract qualified buyers, build trust with them, and push them to convert. E-commerce stores, professional services businesses, and software as a service companies commonly fall into this category. Their goal is either to recommend a product, agree to a consultation, encourage you to sign up for a trial, or otherwise get you to engage with them further. Even if you don't, they may use your visit to retarget targeted ads to you via Facebook or Google, since you've already shown interest in certain topics. The content strategy is tailored around pinpointing problems our target customers are facing, and proposing a solution in the form of a product or service. Although they may publish informational content, this is usually more for the sake of brand awareness than to monetize with something like display ads. In fact, they often believe that other monetization options will distract readers from their core objective and forego advertising or affiliate marketing opportunities for the sake of attracting more customers. Benefits of the Direct Response Marketer Model Because the traffic is targeted and all the revenue is yours, you do not need as many visitors to make the same amount of money. Acquisition of a single customer may allow you to sell to them over and over again for a large amount of money. Having a digital presence insulates you from competitors in your space, and many brick-and-mortar businesses have yet to still go online. Cost and return can be tracked at each stage of the funnel, making it easier to scale with paid advertising. Drawbacks of the direct response marketer model It's usually not passive, as the revenue only comes with the delivery of a product or service. You're competing with affiliate marketers for links, and finally, it's more complicated, as there are many other factors that determine whether your blogging efforts are effective. 4. The personal blogger the personal blogger doesn't start a blog with the focus of making money. In fact, they don't really care about the money at all, although a small percentage of them may end up profiting from small levels of influence or a few high ranking articles at some point down the line. Instead, the personal blogger simply wants to use blogging as a form of self expression, sharing their thoughts and ideas about a given topic. This doesn't mean that they don't want to grow their website, but rather the act of writing and sharing is the greatest reward in itself. These people may not have a blog niche at all, and you find them most commonly on free blogging platforms like Blogspot or WordPress.com. Benefits of the personal blogger model You're not really running a business, so there are no startup costs. Free web posts are fine. You're free to write about anything and everything, at any schedule, about any topic. There's no pressure. You might attract a tribe of like-minded people who share similar ideas to you. You're able to create a digital archive of your truest thoughts and feelings to look back on and share. And finally, some of these blogs still may end up making some money, even if by accident. This is honestly pretty rare though. Drawbacks of the personal blogger model In terms of the traditional measures of blogging success, traffic, influence, and revenue, you're unlikely to really achieve any of these. Of course, this doesn't really matter that much to the personal blogger. If you operate on a free web host, your blog may be deleted or shut down at any time by the hosts. And finally, building an audience can be difficult because personal bloggers often do not stick to one niche. 5. The Influencer Lastly, we have the influencer. Typically personal brands fall into this category. These people approach marketing online with the goal of building a following. They may use their blog as a way to find their initial audience and funnel people towards following them further through a platform like social media or an email list. Their blog is then used as a tool to further build connection with their audience through the form of helpful content, informational updates, and engagement building pieces. Most influencers produce a lot of content, although they may not publish it all on their blog. Channels such as podcasts, YouTube, and social media also make up a large part of their content strategy. They aren't relying on Google to deliver their traffic, but rather focus on getting people to follow them and consume their content over and over again across all platforms. With the influencer model, two-way engagement is critical and influencers usually enjoy the aspects of blogging that relate to working with people. The long-term goal of the influencer model is to maximize the return on each follower, often in the form of selling info products, affiliate marketing, and paid sponsorships with brands. This group also tends to value fame and, world well, social influence, which can be rewarded in ways that other models can't provide. Benefits of the influencer blogging model You're not relying on one platform. For more information, I have a post on my site called A Strong Personal Brand is the Ultimate Safety Net. Here's why you need one, and I highly recommend checking it out. You get to meet and form real connections with people, including other influencers. This can bring very powerful opportunities. These businesses tend to grow exponentially over time as they benefit from word-of-mouth marketing. You can leverage your followers to give you an advantage on new platforms or with new projects. You're never starting from zero. It's possible to make a lot of money from each individual audience member. You do not need a massive following or massive traffic to make a full-time living with this model. And finally, of course, you know, fame and influence. Dropbacks of the influencer blogging model. A lot of content needs to be produced frequently. Disappear for too long, you'll be forgotten. It's difficult to scale content production without resorting to hiring ghostwriters, which can seem inauthentic. And finally, you can't really sell an influencer blogging business to someone else. It is tied heavily to you and isn't as valuable without you being a part of it. Which strategy do I like best? I don't think that there is any right way to approach blogging. It depends heavily on your personal style, interests, and goals. As we've covered, each style has its own benefits and drawbacks. On this website, I've taken the influencer model, despite being far from an influencer, yet, hopefully. <laughs> However, this is not the model I take on my other websites. My e commerce brands have taken the direct response marketing model, and my newest site in the musical instrument market is taking the content machine model. The nice thing about blogging is you're not really under any restrictions, and these blogging styles are only a set of guidelines rather than hard rules. You can mix or blend them together, or switch to a different style entirely later down the line if you want. It's important, however, to think about what your day-to-day work life will look like once your blog takes off. Which would you actually enjoy running the most? What benefits will you enjoy the most? What things will concern you the most? When you know the answer to these questions, it becomes much easier to decide which model is right for you. Conclusion. Having listened over each one, I've got to ask, which one of these categories do you believe you fall into? Are there any others you would add to this list? Let me know. To your success, James McAllister.